Hi, this is David Mattin, and you're listening to the audio version of New World Same Humans number 41, published on the 1st of November 2020. You can find the links included in this instalment and a link to the text version on the New World Same Humans article page where this podcast is embedded. So, let's go. This week, an essay on a powerful emerging trend and its path from weird to mainstream. I think this trend is set to reshape media and reconfigure business in the years to come. It might even change your life. Enough preamble. Let's dive into this essay, which is called Virtual Humans and How Weird Becomes Mainstream. As you know, the most famous woman in the world celebrated her 40th birthday this week. Kim Kardashian chartered a private jet to take 30 friends and family to Tahiti, where she swam with whales, watched a movie on the beach, and pretended things were normal for a while. The masses, that's me and you, were meant to scroll, and scroll we did. Amid a million so-blessed updates, though, there's no doubt which generated the most attention. Kim's husband, as you also know, is the rapper Kanye West, and his present to his wife was a hologram a hologram specifically of her late father, Robert Kardashian, who died in 2003. In an appearance lasting just over two minutes, the hollow Robert reminisced about driving Kim to school, commended her career and told her he loved her. So that's new. It's easy when presented with something so unfamiliar to laugh, to dismiss it as ridiculous or, in this case, as the indulgence of people so rich as to be divorced from reality, a little weird. For those of us obsessed with our shared future, though, those feelings should be a signal to look closer. That's because tomorrow's mainstream often starts life as today's weird or ridiculous. Take online dating. Just two decades ago, it was a practice steeped in social shame, the last hope of the desperate or unhinged. Today... Matches on Tinder lead to an estimated one million dates per week. None of those people think they met online. They just met. So when it comes to the hollow Kardashian, there are clear reasons to take a second look. First, where the rich and famous lead, even if the path is a little strange. The rest of us tend to follow. But here, the reasons go far deeper. The Kardashian hologram taps into a powerful emerging trend, driven by new technologies, a changing media landscape and eternal underlying aspects of our nature. That trend is the rise of virtual humans, anthropomorphic digital beings that look and sound and are are intended to be received as something akin to real people. In its own way, the hollow Kardashian is yet another signal that these virtual apparitions are moving into the mainstream and a reminder of their power to connect with us on a deep emotional level. Virtual humans will sweep their way through our culture in the coming years. They'll rewrite many of the rules of business and media as they go and in their most powerful incarnation they may even change your life. One kind of virtual human has already become big business across the last few years. I mean the virtual influencer. The best known among them is Lil Michaela, A teenage model supposedly from California, Michaela has 2.7 million Instagram followers. 
She's appeared in campaigns for Calvin Klein, Prada and the Coachella Music Festival. UK-based analysts on buy reckon she'll earn around 11 million US dollars for her creators, the LA-based agency Brud, this year. Now, a host of similar creations are stepping forward. Around 125 active virtual influencers are now in play, according to Virtual Humans, the online magazine that tracks the space. Superplastic, the agency behind popular virtual influencers Janky and Gugimon, styled as a stuntman cat and a weird bunny creature, respectively, raised 10 million US dollars in seed funding last year. Business Insider estimates brands will spend 15 billion US dollars on influencer marketing in 2022. And it's clear virtual influencers will take a significant slice. So what's going on? For both creators and clients, the superficial attraction of virtual influencers is clear. They don't want a share of their earnings. They don't get tired or let fame go to their heads. And, best of all in 2020, they don't get ill. The pandemic has accelerated the trend for virtual humans of all kinds. More on this later. But look closer, and far greater forces are at work. The rise of the virtual influencer taps into deep underlying shifts in the nature of media, which in turn explode one of the central ideas we've used to understand business across the last several decades. The brand. That shift, in short, is this. Legacy, one-to-many media, manufactured a few big stories that everyone paid attention to. When it came to businesses, those stories were brands. The iconic global brands of 20th century consumerism, think Coca-Cola, Nike, Chanel, were created by a small number of TV, radio and print adverts consumed by audiences of hundreds of millions. Digital media is different. It has fractured into a million and more personalised channels. It is many-to-many. It's not passively consumed, but interactive or immersive. It's Instagram, Reddit, WeChat and Fortnite. In that landscape, the legacy one-to-many big story brand just doesn't work the way it used to. Businesses have had to adjust. The virtual influencer, it's becoming clear, is a near-perfect vehicle with which to navigate this terrain. Rather than telling one big story on television, virtual influencers can mix it with their audience on Instagram and Twitter. They can be everywhere at once, telling a million different stories at once, depending on who is listening. They can enter Fortnite and literally play alongside those they wish to persuade. Legacy one-to-many media gave us legacy one-to-many brands. Today's media gives us fractured, personalised, interactive brands. And their face to the world, increasingly, they are virtual influencers. You see the ability of virtual influencers to deal with the new media landscape when you look at, say, Jing Xiaomeng, the virtual newsreader de- developed by Chinese state-run Jinghao News Agency. Unlike a human newsreader, Jing can read the news millions of times per day and deliver a different bulletin to each viewer depending on their viewing history. Or in the campaign that Spotify just ran with US singer The Weeknd, 
Spotify created a digital avatar of the singer who then delivered a personalised message to the user based on their listening data. Now, virtual influencers and other kinds of virtual humans are pushing into the mainstream. They're even colonising legacy cultural forms such as pop stardom. Riot Games, the makers of League of Legends, has spent the last few months cultivating a virtual influencer on Instagram called Seraphine. This month, they announced Seraphine as a playable character inside Legends, and also announced that she would live her dream as the newest member of their virtual girl group KDA, which consists of four other Legends characters. KDA released a new single on the 28th of October, As of the 1st of November, it's had over 19 million YouTube views. So where next for virtual humans? Strap in, because this is where things get wild. A new breed of startups wants to make it easier for all of us to create these digital people. Take a look at Synthesia.io or Aletheia AI, which I featured in the last New Week Same Humans. Businesses will remain the key clients for a while to come, but technology wants to be democratised, and soon enough, startups will empower us all to build virtual humans of our own. Why would anyone want to do that? To answer that question, we need to understand another deep shift reshaping the world around us in 2020. This one is a shift in our relationship with digital technology. Across the last few years, we've all become accustomed to the proliferation of a new kind of virtual entity, the AI assistant. Right now, our relationship with those entities is primarily functional. Alexa, order me some washing powder. But in 2020, that relationship is changing. It's moving beyond mere functionality and starting to encompass higher-order human needs, status, creativity, even companionship. People are becoming friends with AIs. For over three years, I've been tracking one of the primary examples of this, the AI-fueled chatbot app Replica, which bills itself as your AI friend. Chat to your Replica and over time, It gets to know you. It asks about that job you applied for or the argument you had with your girlfriend. It wants to keep you company and make you reflect on your own behaviour. Total downloads are more than three million. The New York Times recently reported that numbers had spiked during the pandemic. Over half a million people downloaded Replica in April alone. Once again, we meet our old friend, The Weird. It's easy to laugh at the idea of a person being friends with an AI. But if you're inclined to do so, ask yourself, have you ever said anything to Siri or Alexa with any emotional content? Ever asked an AI assistant about your mood or a feeling or a friend? Apple have long known that millions do speak to Siri like that. Way back in 2017, it revealed that it was hiring into the Siri team psychologists and counsellors so Siri can have more serious conversations with users. The human needs for social connection, self-understanding and companionship are deep and eternal. 
when a technology unlocks new ways to serve these kinds of human needs, then new behaviours, attitudes and lifestyles are often the result. Those behaviours may seem strange at first, but eventually the power of the underlying human needs at work tends to overwhelm our collective resistance. That's what happened 20 years ago when the internet unlocked new ways to serve the human needs for social and romantic connection. And it's happening again now with AI. What does this have to do with virtual humans? Siri, Alexa and other AI assistants are only disembodied voices, but we humans are better able to form a connection with beings we can see and hear. So in the years ahead, these ai fueled virtual entities will merge with virtual humans to become a new kind of virtual companion. It's already happening. The first iteration of Replica was a text-only chatbot, but now users who pay can create their own human-like avatar with a realistic face and a voice and talk to it as they would a friend on the phone. Meanwhile, tech giant Samsung are working on a new line of humanoid friends called Neons. Neons will be our friends, collaborators and companions, continually learning, evolving and forming memories from their interactions, says Pranav Mystery, CEO of the Samsung Innovation Lab behind the project. What is the end game here? Soon enough, this trend will intersect with another. Back in New World Same Humans number 15, I wrote about the emergence of the metaverse. That is of virtual and simulated worlds as domains of truly meaningful human experience. Right now, millions are making new friends inside Animal Crossing and attending live concerts inside Fortnite. But soon... Sophisticated virtual companions will enter the metaverse too, and as virtual worlds evolve, think compelling, immersive virtual and augmented realities, so too will the ai fueled entities who people them. It's not hard to see a host of new behaviours around social connection, friendship and yes, romance evolving. Think replica is weird? Get ready. Of course, it's a long way from a Travis Scott concert inside Fortnite to a true metaversal virtual companion. But the direction of travel is clear. And in the meantime, I see another foothold for the mainstreaming of virtual companions. This month, Apple quietly hit 1 billion iPhone users. In 13 years, the smartphone has reconfigured our lives. Nothing since has rivaled its impact. Could the next innovation to change life for billions be an AI-fueled virtual companion that radically extends the phone's project to empower us? I mean a companion that acts as a personal counsellor, guru and friend. A guide to living in the complex, accelerated tribe that is modern humanity and to the secrets that lie within our own heart. A Socrates, Freud, Buddha and Dave from next door, always in your pocket. Under this view, the mainstreaming of virtual companions is less about our desire for a relationship with someone else. Less, that is, about the virtual girlfriends that tech journalists like to write about and more about our relationship with ourselves. 
our desire for self-knowledge, emotional security and life advancement. An AI entity that helps with all that and that does it with a human face would tap into deep and eternal aspects of human nature. It's not hard to imagine a world where millions feel that they are in a deep relationship with the clarifying mirror that is their AI companion and that it is their most meaningful relationship of all. And once we're in that world, anything is possible. Virtual companions will tap into some of the deepest and most powerful human needs we know. And history shows we can't hold out against that for long. Attitudes and behaviours will change. Rewind 20 years and internet dating was weird. In 2020, we have the hollow Kardashian, replica and Seraphine. Let's check back 20 years from now and see where we are. Same humans assemble. Thanks for listening this week. Are you convinced that your next big relationship may be with an AI-fueled virtual companion? While you think it through, remember that we at New World Same Humans are busy building a community of our own. We started as a small tribe back in January. Today, we've grown to 14,000 curious souls, founders, foresight professionals, designers, strategists, marketers and more all over the world. We're a diverse bunch, but we share one trait, an obsession with the trends, forces and ideas reshaping the future. There's one thing you can do to help make our community stronger and more useful for all of us, and that's invite more people inside. So if you found today's instalment valuable, why not take a second to forward the email to one person, a friend, a relative, a colleague who'd also enjoy it? Or share New World Same Humans across one of your social networks and let other people know why you think it's worth their time. All you have to do is navigate back to the article page where this podcast is embedded and hit the share button. Your membership of our community is valued. I'll be back on Wednesday. Until then, be well.